Hey guys, what's up? It's Faith from faithmariah.com. Welcome back to another episode of my Blogging Breakthroughs podcast. This episode was originally a Q&A that I recorded in my Blogging Breakthroughs Facebook group. I hope you enjoy it. If you have questions for me, please come join the Facebook group. I would love to have you in there. I'm here to support you. I'm here to help you. I'm here to help answer any questions that you have. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hey, hey guys, I just tried to come on. I was having some sound issues. Hopefully everything's okay now. Man, I feel like I have so much to tell you guys. So I wanted to tell you guys this story. My opt-in rate is going bananas. So when I moved from MailerLite to ConvertKit, I used to get on MailerLite over 100 email subscribers every single day. Now, when I moved over to ConvertKit, that went down like half. And I was really concerned about it. And I kept asking ConvertKit about it. I was like, why did my opt-ins go down so much, you know, when I moved to ConvertKit? And they basically were like, well, you know, MailerLite counts people if they opt in more than one time. It counts as, you know, it'll count as two people. Whereas ConvertKit, if someone opted in over and over again, there's still only one person. And so I was kind of like, okay. And I never really messed too much with it. But I've been on like... (laughs) like a soul searching mission to raise my opt-in rate ever since I moved. I'm just like, I want my opt-in rate. I wanna be getting over hundred subscribers a day. I just do. (laughs) So I decided last month, like I was really gonna start investing time into getting more opt-ins, right? There's only so many leverage points to growing your email list, right guys? You can only, you can up your traffic and get more people on your page to opt into your things or you can opt your conversion rate of your form, right? To convert higher so more people will opt into your list. Does that make sense? So I was on this like mission of changing my form, like getting my opt-in rate higher of my form, making a better, I've tried different freebies, I tried different graphics, I tried different things. There were so many times I was like, this is gonna be it, people are gonna love this. I've totally got it. And then I would put it on and it would still only convert at like, you know, 1.5, 1.7. I was just like, man, you know, but I kept at it. I kept messing with it. And that's what I want to say to you guys is the real lesson that I've learned in this is that, you know, you've got to try things over and over and over and over again. And I think the people that we see that are successful, that are growing these huge email lists have probably tried a lot of opt-ins. And I think when people first start, they're like, okay, I'm gonna make my opt-in and then that's kind of it. And they just will leave that same opt-in up for a long time. I've just been constantly pulling my opt-in down, trying different graphics, trying different forms, different form layouts, putting the forms in different places on the site, you know, just trying to get it to work. And yesterday I finally got it. It felt like I solved like a freaking mystery and my opt-in rate is almost at 6% right now, which is like bananas because before that it was at, like I said, like 1.7. So, I mean, I got yesterday, I think 140 something email, 150 something email subscribers. So like I said before that, I was getting, you know, 50, 60, 70, but I was never really hitting above 100. And I was just like, you know, I could never understand why I took that big hit when I moved to ConvertKit. But I think the forms look different when we moved, you know, little things really make a big difference on your opt-in. I didn't do anything like crazy, right? It's just these little tweaks that you can make that will kind of like make your your stuff go up or down, right? So when I moved to ConvertKit, I had the same graphics on the form, but the form is laid out different, right? The form is in different places on my site. And it really, I think really influenced my opt-in rate. And 
I just want to encourage you guys like to just keep trying stuff and that's I kind of feel like I'm still in that spaghetti against the wall phase right where I'm just throwing things out that will work I'm trying different opt-ins I'm trying different forms I'm trying different things I'll give you guys some tips of things I did because I know you're gonna ask <laughs> I first of all started paying for stock photos which I've talked about before but this has really helped me in Pinterest on the blog just I wish I had started paying for it sooner. I can be really cheap with certain things and I'm really like, you know, you guys know I'm like a DIY girl, right? Like I'm a bootstrapper, right? I'm gonna do everything myself, teach myself how to do everything, you know? And I never paid for stock photos. This is kind of embarrassing. <laughs> I used free stock photos until like two months ago. <laughs> and I started using, um, gosh, it's on the site. Hoot stock, hot stock, I don't know how you say it, but I'm using their stock images. So using better images for your opt-ins, right? And then I paid for, I used to use my e-cover maker to make my like pictures of digital products and I moved to a different one. Oh my gosh, remind me and I'll give you guys the link to the one I use, but I'm using a different one now and I think it looks a lot better. And those things make a big difference. The one thing I've seen that has made a huge difference there's a couple, let me give you guys like a couple tips. So I think having the picture of the product makes a big difference, right? And that's why I like those, like my e-cover maker, whatever, make a little graphic, you know, of a workbook if you're making a printable, make a little thing where it's like a, you know, like a laptop that shows your graphic. So they can kind of visualize and see what they're getting for free and it makes them feel like they're getting, you know, an actual, well they are getting, they're getting something for free, they're getting actual product. But that seems to convert a lot higher for me when I have the picture of the product. And then using really bright, obnoxious font colors, really big, bold text. And then I tried like a few different ones where I had, you know, and you guys try different things, like different things work for different people. I'm not claiming to have like the freaking answer of opt-ins. I'm just telling you guys what I did, right? So my opt-in, I mean, you guys can go look at the site and see, right? It's not a secret, but I have basically, it just says mental health planner and big bold letters, right? And then a picture of the physical thing that they're getting, the planner, the printable that I'm giving them. But I had tried smaller fonts where it was like, I was like saying everything that was included. It was like affirmations, workout, like planner, quotes, blah, 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 blah. And it kind of had like a bullet pointed, like almost little list. And I found that they're converting higher with less text, just like big, bold, this is what your thing is and a picture of it. And then it's like, and then the form, right? And then I just put that sucker everywhere. And my strategy always has kind of been when something converts like that, if something is converting at 6%, you can bet your butt I'm putting it all over my site, right? <laughs> that sucker is on the top of every blog post. It's on, you know, the pop-up, it's on, it's all over my site right now because it's converting really high. I'm not gonna go and put a lower converting opt-in rate, right? Does that make sense? So once you find a form that converts, you know, start switching out and use the higher one, like use the one that people are gonna sign up for, you know what I mean? So I've been kind of going back to the places I know that are popular and putting that new form in. But I wanna encourage you guys, cause this took me a long time. This, I've been working on this like every day for like months. <laughs> I literally, and I'm not great at graphics, right? So I'm just making different graphics and trying different things, putting it up on the site, looking at it the next day. I mean, you can see in ConvertKit, how many people have seen the form and how many people opt in, right? And if it's low, then I just make a new one. And I kept doing it almost every single day for probably like six or seven weeks, <laughs> which is a lot, right? But it was worth it. And not only did I get 140 like email subscribers yesterday, my traffic went down. 
So, you know, it's really hard to build traffic. We don't have that much control directly over when you're gonna get traffic. Even me, like sometimes I'll get random bumps. Like a few months ago, I had a random post go like pretty viral on Pinterest and I had this big bump all of a sudden, you know, but I didn't, I don't, I, I write things all the time that I think are gonna go viral and they don't go anywhere, right? So I don't have a lot of control that way, but I like working with the opt-ins because I can get results from that. I have some kind of control over that. Does that make sense? So it's like, yeah, do the things to get traffic, right? But then also like you need to pay attention to what you're doing with that traffic when you get it on the site and the traffic that you are getting, like are you getting them on your email list? Don't worry about sending them to your Facebook. Don't worry about sending them to your Instagram. When they come on your site, you need to get them on your email list. How can you get them on your email list? You want more of them on your email list, right? What can you give them? What can you give them for free? Try the different forms, try all the different things and just keep messing with it until it works, right? And then, you know, try different, like I, like I said, like use high quality graphics, like, you know, use all of the tools that you have at your kind of dispense and go and look at like people that you know, like like Ruth Sukup, right? Has a, I'm sure, crazy opt-in, right? Like go look at her stuff and like look at what it looks like. Not to like steal stuff from anyone, but just to kind of get a feel of like, what does an opt-in that converts? Like, what does it look like, right? And I just want, I really, I really feel like this could be like a game changer in my business, you guys, like because so much of my revenue, I'm moving to most of my revenue being driven by my email list. So getting more subscribers on that email list directly influences my bottom line. It just does. Getting more people on Instagram, getting more people in Facebook group, that's fun. Getting more people on the podcast, that's awesome. Like, I love that. <laughs> right? But it doesn't directly influence my bottom line. It helps, right? But it doesn't directly influence my bottom line the way email does. My email list grows, my income grows, it just does. So I have to pay attention to that and I have to make that a priority. So really, really pay attention to that. I really encourage you guys to do that. You don't want your income coming from a Facebook group or coming from an Instagram because you don't know what's going to happen with those platforms. You don't know what's gonna happen. And, and it's not like I want you guys to be scared, but I want you to be smart, right? It's like, I don't want my income being reliant on platforms that I don't own, right? I want, I own my email list, it is mine. I know I can make a full-time living off of the email list that I have right now, right? And there's a sense of security in that. Whereas if my income is being driven from a Facebook group, if that Facebook group goes away, I have to go back to the University of Florida and get a job, which I don't wanna do, right? So, <laughs> yay for you, I'm listening. I know you, took EBA and also strongly recommend focusing on writing lots of content. Yeah, that's my strategy. Do you recommend the EBA method of waiting to develop opt-ins until you have a lot of content? Or do you think opt-ins should be there from the beginning? Um, whatever you want to do. I'm going to be like super honest with you. I think in the beginning, it things don't matter as much. This sounds like weird, but things don't matter as much because not that many people are coming to your site. <laughs> Unless you're like, unless you've got an audience somehow, or you're like super, I don't know, have some kind of stroke of luck, but probably the first year that you're blogging, not that many people are gonna see your stuff. And that's kind of a harsh reality, but the fact of the matter is, is like, if you have the opt-in, like, could it help you? Like, yeah, it could help you, but is it gonna like make or break you? Like, no, because not that many people are coming, right? It's not like you have hundreds of thousands of people looking at it. So it's like, if you have opt-in, it could help you. You might get some here and there, but if you don't have it, it doesn't, you know, it's not catastrophic. If you're in EBA, my, sorry, 
<laughs> so like water makes me burp. <laughs> Sorry guys. <laughs> if you're in EBA, my advice is always like, just put your head down and follow EBA because there's so many people that will tell you different things, right? And different things have worked for me that have worked and different things have worked for different alumni and we'll all tell you different things. And when you start listening to other people, it gets kind of overwhelming and confusing. And the good thing about investing in EBA is it is a step-by-step -step system. So in a way, I think it, it, it takes some of that overwhelm out and it takes that like kind of thinking and analyzing piece out and just follow EBA, what EBA says. I don't remember what EBA says because I did it, you know, like three years ago. God, has it been that long? Two years ago, three years ago? I can't remember, <laughs> but I haven't, and you know, it's been years since I went through the opt-in part of EBA. So I don't remember what they recommend. Um, but yeah, that would be like my thing. And the thing is, is like people get so hung up on all this stuff in the beginning about like, I remember like being so worried about like what my website looked like and all this stuff. And it's like important to think about those things, but I let it, I let it stop me from moving forward and I was so scared. But the fact of the matter is no one was going to my website anyway, <laughs> right? It took like 10 months basically of working really hard to get traffic on that site. And so, you know, that fear was kind of like a, like looking back, I was just like, you know, what did it matter? It doesn't really matter that much when no one's looking at your stuff. The thing that matters is like, you're making content, you're doing media, you're moving forward. But there's nothing that you can do in the beginning. This is the time in the beginning to like screw everything up and it doesn't matter because you don't have like tens of thousands of people looking at you. You don't have to worry about like sending out a bad email because you don't have that many people on your email list, right? It's a time for you to really just be unafraid and go bold and go fast and go big. That's like my advice to beginners. I think, and especially for me, like looking back when I started, I was so scared of doing the wrong thing that I was gonna mess it up that I, that it was gonna, you know, I was gonna screw up and, and it wouldn't work or like whatever, I would make a mistake basically. I was scared of like doing the wrong thing when really it's like everything is pretty fixable online and that's that's kind of, you know, when I started, the, the reason I come on here and preach that to you guys all the time about making a lot of content and going fast and going forward all the time is like when I started doing that, that's when I started making money. That's when my business changed, right? And it's still my strategy. It just is still my strategy, right? I I, go fast, I go big, I don't sit on ideas, I don't sit on decisions, I just make a choice and I go. And it serves me really well in business. And it's not that everyone has to run their business like that. I don't think you have to do that for success. I don't like believe that there's one way to do this, right? But that works for me. And so that's the reason I'm always giving that advice to you guys of like make a lot of content, move fast, like don't be scared, right? Don't be afraid, you can't mess it up you can't mess it up, right? I, I post that in the group all the time when, when people are, are scared or they're asking questions, it's just like, you can't make a mistake. You can't make a mistake, but you've gotta move forward, right? The mistake is like not taking action. Does that make sense? So just move forward. Like, you know, every, every choice you make is gonna be right. And even if it's not, and you look back and you're like, dang, like I wish I would've done that different. That's how you learn the lesson right? Then you know, like for the future or whatever, how to do things right. And you've learned a really great lesson and you move forward with your business and just about everything is fixable in your business. It's like, yeah, it'd be nice to do everything perfectly and not have to go back and fix anything, but that's really unrealistic because you're teaching yourself so many new skills. You're probably going to have to go back and like, redo. I've had to go back and redo things on my site. I think most people do, right? 
And so this idea that we're gonna get it perfect, you're gonna do all this research, you're gonna think about things, right? I'm not saying that's what you're doing, but this is like what I did and what I see a lot of beginners doing, right? I was always like researching and like, like, oh, I'm gonna get it perfect, I'm gonna have the perfect layout, I'm gonna have the perfect keywords, I'm gonna have all the perfect things. And it's just like, it was a huge waste of my time. Thank you, thank you, because I need to hear this today. Okay, good, good, Monica, I'm glad. Yeah, just, you can't mess it up. You can't mess it up. You can't mess it up. As long as you're going, as long as you're taking action, as long as you're moving forward, your business will grow. If you are not taking action, right, and I talked about this on a live stream not that long ago, like, you know, and the action is making content, like, that's the job, right? <laughs> if you're not putting stuff out, you're not making content, you're not emailing, you're not doing your things, you're not growing your business, you know, you're not gonna make progress. Does that make sense? You've gotta just be, as long as you're going, you'll figure it out and, and people will find you. And it just takes, it's a big steep uphill climb in the beginning, especially, I know it's like so overwhelming. You people like me telling you like, make a lot of content and other people are like, you know, don't do that. And it's so difficult to navigate, but it's not about getting it perfect. It's just about going forward and finding what works for you because my strategy probably won't work for everyone because not everyone's brain like works like my brain, right? <laughs> not everyone's site there's people that make way more money than i do that don't put out nearly as much content as i do right but that's just my kind of business that i want i like i like have a lot i have a lot to say right so i like going on instagram every day i like going on facebook every day i like writing emails every day i like doing the podcast right but not everyone is going to run their business like that and there's lots of people that don't do any of those things that make way more money than i do and so you're not like there's no right way, right? There's no like set in stone. This is the easy way. There's just like going forward, like just do something, right? I pretty much always need to hear what you're saying. <laughs> I say the same things to you guys all the time. I don't have anything like super novel to say, but I was really excited about my opt-in. So I wanted to come talk to you guys. <laughs> okay, we'll, get in, we'll just wrap it up with the email. So you know, I do think an email list is really, really, really important. I live and die like by my email list. Like I really, really do at this point. Like I've built a big enough email list. Everything else could go away and I could probably still make a living just off of the email list that I have. And so, and it's taken me a long time to get there, right? That's not always been the case. <laughs> so I really think it's like really, really valuable. I think it's worth spending time on. I, I love giving away things for free. So I like making lots of free things to give people. Don't spend 10 hours like making an opt-in. Just go in Canva, make a worksheet, make a workbook, make a list, make a checklist, make a whatever, you know, and use a template. Canva already has templates in there. Put your brand colors on, put your things on, make something useful, make something helpful. It has to actually be helpful, right? It can't just be like some random thing. Put it up on your site and give it away, right? And get really excited about it. Like, you know, I'm gonna give this thing away for free. It's gonna be awesome. I'm a slow learner. It's really hard in the beginning. You guys have to learn a lot of skills. So um, I put three posts up this morning. It feels great. I love my work and you're so helpful. Oh, Monica, you're so sweet. Yeah, it feels great, right? I, that's how, I mean, and that's how I operate. And that's why I think that I put out, like I like putting out content, right? Cause I love that feeling of like, like doing something and saying something and, and growing the business. And that's like my favorite thing to do. So that's what I do. I just make a lot of content, but that's not everyone's strategy. And that doesn't have to be your strategy, right? I never want to like make you guys think I have the path to success. <laughs> like, you know, I'm still going, like I'm making full-time income, but it's like, 
you know, I'm not making the kind of money that a lot of people are making. I still feel like I have a really long way to go. So I'm happy to like share with you what's working for me, what's not working for me and all that stuff and hope that it will help you. But I'm not going to come on here and be like, oh, I've figured out the way for you to to you know do everything like I do and then you'll have success like because I don't believe that I don't think you guys have to do it the way I do it you can do it you need to do what's best for you and your business right there's so many different ways of doing that and that's what's amazing about online businesses it's like you know you get to decide what your business looks like what you do in your business you know what it looks like and what kind of content you put out so really take a step back I always say make sure that you build a business you like to run <laughs> right if you hate doing Facebook, like don't build a business that relies on Facebook. It's like, if you hate doing Facebook, you probably shouldn't do Facebook as part of your business strategy. <laughs> it's like, you know, I worked too hard and you guys know how hard it is. Like, you know, I worked too hard to do things that I don't like to do. I did not leave my job, right? With my master's degree and like all my stuff. Like I did not leave my career to come work for myself and struggle and do things I don't want to do. Like, that's not what I'm here for, right? I'm here to thrive. I'm here to help a lot of people. And I'm here to do it in a fun, happy, enjoyable way. I'm building a, a, a job. I'm creating a job for myself that I like, right? Don't create a job that you don't like. <laughs> so it's like, be really intentional with your business. Like, do you like what you're doing? And you, it's not that you have to do that forever. Like, you know, there's some things in the beginning you're going to have to do, but yourself, but you can pay out later and that's fine. But my writing has just started flowing since I started listening to your pep talks. You guys are so nice. <laughs> it's like really nice, like a little pep talk for me. Um, so yeah, that's my opt-in story. And I thought when I first saw my opt-in like was converting so high, like I said, I think I got 150 email subscribers yesterday and I was like, whoa. And I was like, oh, probably traffic is up. Cause sometimes if my traffic jumps then my, my opt-ins will go up as well. But my traffic actually went down. So it's definitely from that form that I made. And it really is, I wish I could count how many forms and how many images I made because it was a lot. And like how many different things I tried and how many different like combinations of things and different things with different fonts, with different images, with different colors, different forms in different places on the site. Just like a crazy amount of combinations. But I knew, I knew I could get it to convert higher if I just kept messing with it, right? And I wasn't like really emotionally invested in it either. This is a good like tip for when you're doing stuff with your blog, right? I was just kind of messing with it and I was like, no, that didn't work. I'll pull it down. I'll try something else. I didn't start telling all these stories about, and this is like how, what I used to do, right? Cause I used to be so negative about everything. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I've tried 10 opt-ins. My opt-ins won't convert. So-and-so is making so much money. I can't even get people on my list. It's not working. It's so hard, right? I didn't tell those stories. I was just kind of like, oh, like, that's interesting. That's interesting. That didn't work. Like, let me try something else. And being in that mindset has really helped me a lot of just being kind of detached to the outcome. It's really easy when you're building your business because these are like, it feels like your baby, right? You're like, this is my baby that I'm like building and it's mine. And, you know, I have all these dreams and ambitions for it and everything I want for it in the world. And you're like so attached to it. It's really easy to be really attached to the outcome which can make it very hard when things take a long time, <laughs> right? Like it's it, when you're working on an opt-in that's not converting every day for six weeks, it's really easy to get frustrated. But I just kept looking at it and I was just kind of like, that's good information. Like, all right, we'll try something else. You know, I wasn't like super, like I wasn't hanging on to it so tight, right? A lot of times we just like hang on to things. We're like, this has to work, you know, and we 
wrap our identity up in that, right? Like you're not your business. I'm not my opt-in. Like my opt-in not converting, my launch not selling, people not coming to my site has nothing to do with me, right? I'm separate from my business. It's really easy to get wrapped up and be like, you know, my launch didn't go good, so now I'm a failure, or now I'm this, or this means this about me, when it really doesn't mean anything about you, right? It's not about you. You're separate from your business. You're not your business, right? Um, and I think it's really important to keep that in mind. And that level of detachment has really been helping me. It's just kind of like, that's good information. We just keep going, right? It doesn't have to be a big deal, a big crisis. It doesn't say anything about me as a business owner. It doesn't mean anything about me as a person. It's just good information to have, right? And then we try something else until you get something to work. So I think that's all I was... Oh, you just started binging your podcast. I'm going to try and start doing more podcasts. I've been kind of like, I don't know. I've just been coming on here and talking to you guys instead of recording the podcast. But I'm going to try and do some more episodes of the podcast soon. So, oh, I'm interviewing Caroline tomorrow. I'm interviewing Caroline tomorrow. I'm really excited about that. If you guys don't know her, she's really cool. I've never met her in person, but we're in the same like blogging like world, like blogging groups, right? <laughs> but she's really successful and she's a mom and I just, I don't know. I want you guys to like hear advice from people besides me. <laughs> like this like narcissistic echo chamber I've created where you guys only hear like what I have to say. So Caroline messaged me and she was like, you know, would you ever have me on the podcast? I was like, yeah, definitely. Like, let's do it. So I'm really excited to talk to her. If you guys have any questions, I started a thread in the Facebook group. Just pop them on there and I'm going to write out some questions to ask her tomorrow. But we'll just be chatting about, I want her to tell her story of like her journey you know, what she's learned, what it's like building a business as a mother, what tips she has for you guys. I know you guys have a lot of like, like struggles with productivity and all that kinds of stuff. So I'll ask her for her like organization tips and productivity tips. And we'll just see like what she says. And I can guarantee you she runs her business totally different than me. Like it just, <laughs> it just is how it is, right? It's just like everyone has a completely different business model there's so many ways to find success you don't have to be scared of doing the wrong thing does that make sense this was fun okay afternoon live stream i usually only do them in the morning the lighting is really weird in here i was like i don't know where to sit <laughs> i hope you guys are having a good day if you need anything in the group if you have any questions let me know i'm here to support you you guys are doing a good job don't worry don't be scared everything's working out it's gonna work i know there's all this fear of like it might not work and it might all fail and I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. You're going to be able to do it. It's going to work out. It's, it's all working out. You just have to keep going one day at a time. Detach from the results a little bit, right? Quit holding it so close. Just take a step back. Know that it's all working out. Know that it's all coming, you know, and just detach from the outcome, right? I love this quote and I've said this before. Um, I heard this quote and it's like, those that are certain of the outcome can afford to wait and wait without anxiety. So if you knew your business was successful, if you actually believe in your business, if you actually believe in yourself, you're certain of the outcome, I will have the business I want, I will have the success I want, I'm certain of the outcome, then I can wait and wait without anxiety. It's when you let yourself walk in uncertainty of like, I don't know if I'll ever be able to do it, and this business might fail, and I don't know if it's working, and all this different stuff, when you let yourself walk in uncertainty, that's when it like gets hard, right? That's when the anxiety starts to come up and all the fear comes up and it's hard to wait, right? But you need to detach from the outcome a little bit. Just do the work and trust that it's working and take that step back. Like what I was saying with the opt-ins, right? Just take a step back and just be detached from the outcome and just know that your work will pay off in the end 
and it's safe for you to move forward. It's safe for you to try things and fail. It's safe for you to take risks. It's safe for you to be seen, right? I've had a lot of clients lately that are really scared about being visible. It's safe for you to be visible. You know, it's safe for you to do all of the work and all of the things that are on your heart that you're called to do and you'll always be supported and it will always work out, right? And when you have that certainty, I'm always supported, it will always work out. It's, it's easy to stay out of that anxiety and the fear, right? So don't walk in uncertainty. Walk, it's safe for you to believe in yourself. It's safe for you to believe in your dreams. It's safe for you to believe in your capabilities, right? You always figure things out. That's one of my affirmations. I always figure things out. I always figure it out. I always survive. I always overcome, right? There are very few examples when you look back on your life of things you haven't figured out, of things you haven't overcame, right? We always figure it out. And so it's safe for you to trust yourself. It's safe for you to move forward and to not be, you know, paralyzed in fear. And it's safe for you to take action, right? All of those, those are like a lot of my affirmations. And I affirm myself with this stuff all the time, you guys. It's not like I'm coming on here and just like preaching at you. Like I write this stuff in my notebook all the time because there's still so much fear that will pop up for me because you know, my audience is growing and as I get in front of more people, it's all well and good, you know, when I'm like visible in front of like people that are basically my friends, <laughs> my internet friends. But as more and more people are coming into my community and my, it gets scary, right? And all those fears start to come up and I have to go in and affirm myself and sit down with my notebook and go, no, I know I'm divinely supported. I know I'm here to do this work. You know, I know it's safe for me to be visible. I know that this is all working out, right? And I have to just sit down and affirm myself. And sometimes you have to do that and get in the right mindset. I could talk forever, I swear to God. <laughs> I just always think of things to say. Okay, Monica, I'll see you later. I'm gonna get off of here too. Your success is inevitable. Yes, Yelena, that's like my ultimate affirmation. Your success is inevitable, right? Your mass, my massive success is inevitable, right? And then when I have that certainty, I can afford to wait and wait without anxiety. And I can also take action without fear of things failing. I'm not scared of messing things up, of doing the wrong thing, because my massive success is inevitable. If you knew you couldn't fail, right, would you be scared about putting the opt-in up or not putting the opt-in up or launching the podcast or not launching the podcast, right? If you knew you were gonna make six figures this year, if you knew it was all gonna work out, if you knew it was all gonna come together, you know, you have to act as if your success is inevitable, right? That's why I tell myself that. I have too many people to help and too many people that need me. And so I have to act like this business will take off and it will make multiple six figures. I have to. It's just like my responsibility, right? To get in front of as many people as I can. So, you know, I have to tell myself that and believe that and step into that energy all the time so I can keep going big so I don't get paralyzed by fear, right? Someone sent me a mean email the other day. You guys know I've been like walking through a lot of tough things with like um, one of my friends has been like missing and stuff and it's been really hard. And so I've been like, you know, bummed out. And then someone sends me a mean email <laughs> and it's hard, right? It's like, I have to reaffirm myself and be like, no, like I'm here to serve people. I'm here to do it. Like I'm on a mission. Like, you know, I cannot be stopped. I cannot be stopped. I'm unstoppable. Right. And I have to affirm myself and get myself into that place where I can do the work that I'm called to do. Right. And once you can learn how to do that, you're unstoppable. Like you can do whatever you want. You know what I mean? Okay, I'm gonna get off of here. I'll talk to you guys soon. Let me know if you have any questions. Bye guys.
Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I want to talk to you very quickly about the Blogging Breakthroughs Mastermind. The Mastermind is an offer I created for you to get affordable business coaching. Business coaching changed my life, changed my business, and I really believe helped me get on the path to start making six figures online. The problem with business coaching is that it can be very, very expensive. So I created this offer for new bloggers to get business coaching from me at a crazy affordable price. You get a coaching call every single week. We get on Zoom. I can talk to you about any problems you have in your business, any questions you have with your business. So you'll never be stuck. You always have a resource. You always have me as a mentor to help you throughout the entire process of building your business. Besides the Zoom coaching calls, you also get a private Facebook Live every single week. I sit in the live and answer every single question from every single member of the mastermind. So you have two chances every single week to get mentored by me, get all of your questions answered. And honestly, I really think it is priceless. The doors are closed right now, but make sure you get on the wait list and we will notify you when it opens. I would love to have you inside. You can find the wait list and all the details at faithmariah.com. I hope you guys have a great day.